on the phone. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Ice Cold Sports News. What a week it has been in sports. This week has been crazy. Last week was crazy. This week has been crazy, and this week isn't even over yet. Last week, let's let's do a review on last week. Last week, I just want to talk about one game. I'm not even going to review all of last week. The Vikings and the Saints, what a game. The Saints had a big deficit, then came back, fought back against a tough Minnesota Vikings defense, and we all know how it ended. A 61-yard touchdown pass as time expired to Stephon Diggs, of all people. And, oh, his celebration, I I love the celebration, Just, just looking into the crowd like, were you surprised? You should have expected this. This is what I do. But what a week it was in sports, not just in football. You had the Australian Open starting this week. Now, I know I know a lot of the people out there don't keep up with tennis the way I do, but I know I got some people out there that keep up with tennis. Yeah, the Australian Open is going on right now. And also with that, I mean, the NBA, not the action, not the basketball games. I'm talking about the, the WWE NBA. We'll talk more about that later. But let's talk about this football. Let's get back on this football. Because this weekend, we had two real good games. Two games that nobody saw at the beginning of the season. There's maybe somebody out there saw it, but I want to meet that person. Because this isn't what I had, and this is what I know a lot of people didn't have these matchups. But you got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the New England Patriots, and you got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Minnesota Vikings. These are two games that I really love. So I'm about to break these games down, give you my prediction for each game. And the first game of the weekend will be on Sunday, the 3 o'clock game. I think it's 3 Eastern, 2 Central, if I'm not mistaken. But the Jacksonville Jaguars will travel to Foxborough, where a lot of teams don't make it. The Jacksonville Jaguars will take on Tom Brady, and the five-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. Now, this will be a very interesting game. And I'm I'm not even going to get into the numbers like that. I'm going to do the eye test of this game. Because I'll just tell you now, I'm going with the upset. I'm going with the upset. Somebody out there saying, don't do it, DeMichael. You know what happens when you go against Tom Brady. Yeah, I know what happens when you go against Tom Brady, but I don't want to be the person that go against this Jaguars defense either. I don't want to be that person. So I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars to pull this upset. Now, the Patriots, I kind of talked down on their defense last week. But truth be told, this defense has improved throughout the season. And the one category that matters the most is scoring defense, and they've held their own in that category. You can give up all the yards in the world, but if a team is struggling to get over seven points on you, you know, if a team can't get into double digits on you, then you're doing something right, and that's that defense right now. You have the mastermind, Bill Belichick, over there, and it's hard to go against a Bill Belichick coach defense. 
But it's hard to go against this Jaguars defense, too. It's hard. And they match up with the Patriots the way the Giants did the two times that the Giants beat them. Now, I'll get into that. How do they match up with the Patriots? Physical and they're fast. Gronkowski. Everybody knows Rob Gronkowski is the Patriots' big mismatch. He's big. He's physical. He's strong. He's fast. He's Hulk. He's all of that. But this Jaguars linebacking core, fastest in the league. Fastest linebacking core in the league. And what you can do with a fast linebacking core, you can split them in man-to-man coverage against people like Gronkowski, and they'll hold their own. Miles Jack, last week, caught an interception against the tight end of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Perfect coverage, got the interception, and that's just how they play. They're very good pass defenders. He and Tevin Smith in particular, those two linebackers are fast, both in the 4-5 range, and that's what you need. Now, physically, Gronk is bigger than anybody, but he's not too much bigger than these guys. These guys know how to tackle. Miles Jack and Telvin Smith, they can tackle. So that won't be as big of a mismatch as it will be in most weeks. And another thing that the Patriots like to do, if you watch the Patriots, you know that their running backs catch a lot of balls. Why do their running backs catch a lot of balls? The Patriots like to split their running backs out wide. You see if the team is in man coverage or in zone coverage. More times than not, if you see that man coverage, you're going to see a linebacker or a safety go out there to guard that running back. More times than not, it'll be a linebacker. And guys like James White and Deion Lewis, they slice up linebackers. But these aren't normal linebackers. Telvin Smith and Miles Jacks are just as fast as these guys, both in the 4-5 range. That's lightning speed. So without the Patriots being able to force the mismatches that they usually are able to get, I feel like it'll be a tough game for them. Brandon Cooks is an amazing wide receiver, but only Antonio Brown can make those Jaguars corners look the way he did last week. Only Antonio Brown can do that. A.J. Boyer had not allowed a touchdown all season. Antonio Brown got two on him. Now, Brandon Cooks, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, but I don't I don't see him having a game-breaking type game against a guy like A.J. Boyer, against a guy like Jalen Ramsey, unless, I mean, I don't know, unless they trip and slip and fall or something, but that's the only way. So what I'm saying is this Jaguars defense is very similar into the way they match up against the Patriots like the New York Giants did the times that the New York Giants beat them in the Super Bowl. And that's critical because this offense is all about creating mismatches, whether it's at tight end with Gronk, whether it's with the running backs, whether it's out wide with wide receivers. And I don't see those mismatches against this tough pass defense. And I'm picking the Jaguars to win this game. I feel like the Jaguars have put enough points on the board. Blake Bortles had a great game last week. He was clutch when they needed him. He was big on third downs. And if he can come up big on third downs against the Patriots, they'll come out victorious. And I think they win this game 21-17. I'm going with the Jaguars 
to upset the New England Patriots. Now, the second game is a little hard for me because I really don't know. I really don't know in this one. Two of the top five total defenses in the league, the two best rush defenses in the league, and you're going to be playing in freezing temperatures out there. I know it's going to be real cold in Philadelphia. It's going to be real cold. So you're going to need to run the ball. But, I mean, both of these defenses, they're not just going to let you run the ball. So this is a tough one. Now, both of these defenses played, you know, very well for the most part last week. The Vikings, they did. They they gave up a couple plays against the Saints, but, you know, the Saints are a very good offense. And I feel like the Eagles held the held the Falcons in check more than a lot of people expected, especially myself, more than I expected. So, I mean, I'm going to take the easy way out in this one because it's, it's such a tough game. And I don't know. I just – I think the Eagles will pull it out. I'm going with the Eagles in this one. I feel like the Eagles' defense can force some turnovers. Now, Case Keenum has taken care of the ball, but Jerick McKinnon has had fumble problems in the past. So has Murray. He's had fumble problems in the past, too. And the Eagles' defense, I feel like they can get that one extra turnover. It's going to be close. It's going to be so close. Nick Foles, I trust him a little bit more than Keenum. One, he's playing at home. Two, he he usually takes care of the ball pretty well, too. So I'm going with the Eagles in that game. In my Super Bowl matchup, the Eagles versus the Jaguars. Who could have imagined such a thing? But that's what I'm going with, and I'm sticking to it. Eagles, Jaguars. Super Bowl, two weeks. Now, let's talk about what's been going on in the NBA. I'm not talking about what's been going on on the court, basketball-wise. I'm talking about WWE NBA, or as some of my friends have been calling it, 90s basketball, 80s basketball, because that's what it looks like out there. So let's go down memory lane. Just in the last week or so from what we've seen, Aaron Afalo versus Valencia of the Timberwolves. The Rockets versus the Clippers. We're just going to put whole team versus whole team in that one. Ben Simmons versus Kyle Lowry. Ben Simmons versus Marcus Morris. I feel like Ben Simmons is the new Blake Griffin. He's, And I don't know why they do the light-skinned brothers like this. It's always the light-skinned brothers, but I feel like they're trying to test him out, see how tough he is, just like teams used to do with Blake Griffin with the hard fouls and just testing him out. But Serge Ibaka versus James Johnson. Goran Dragic versus DeMar DeRozan. All of this happened over the last week or two. Fights on the court. Guys going at it. What is going on in the NBA? I thought they were at odds with the referees, but it looks like the players are at odds with each other. And, I mean, this all-star break can't get here fast enough because these guys need a break. They need a break. And and you know who I blame for all of this? 
I blame Portis and Nikolai Miritich. Bobby Portis and Nikolai Miritich, this is your fault. That fight that you had at the beginning of the season, that made players think it is okay to fight in games. No, but seriously, this is this is really now for me. You know, I'm all I'm all for the you know the tough guys showing that they're tough because I mean, quite frankly, the NBA is getting too friendly. It's getting too buddy buddy. You know, guys are going to play with their friends that they had since college and things of that nature. No, if it used to be, if you're not on my team, I don't like you. And that's, you know, that's what the last week or so has looked like, and I like it. I like it. So, I mean, that next Rockets versus Clippers matchup, I can't wait. Pat Bev summed it up perfectly. Patrick Beverly said, this is a new culture over here now in L.A. This ain't the same soft Clippers. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's let's rewind a little bit. If you didn't hear the story, you know, the Rockets and the Clippers were going at it the whole game. It was CP3, Chris Paul's first game back in L.A. Emotions were a little high. He got into it a little bit with Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin got into it a little bit with Mike D'Antoni, the Rockets head coach. Trevor Ariza was going at it with Austin Rivers. It just was a lot going on to the point where – According to the reports, the Rockets players tried to break in the Clippers locker room and duke it out with them. They just tried to go at it with them. And you know what? I I want this playoff matchup. I want it because it would be nothing better than seeing two teams that don't like each other just go at it like that. And Patrick Beverly said there's a new there's a new mindset in L.A., and we know what the mindset is in Houston when you got guys like Lukumba Mute and P.J. Tucker and Trevor Reeves on your team. We know what the mindset is in Houston. They're not going to back down. So I want to see it. I want to see it. But that will wrap it up for this episode of Ice Cold Sports News. We out.